you're, you're just starting to get, they're all facing you, which mm. is success. <laughs> and then old mate comes out of the pokies, some fucking fossil, some 80-year-old, it's like Ed Harris is in the control room. And he's mm. looking down, he goes, activate pub local. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. We've got a very special guest today, a very funny comedian, Jacques Barrett is here. How are you, yes. Jacques? So good, so good. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm glad we saved that for when the mics were on. <laughs> <laughs> we have not said a yet. word to each other for the last five I, minutes. I come in and Andrew, <laughs> the fucking amateur, asked me how I am. I said, save it, man. What a, what a, I give a really good response. Oh, you should have seen the look on me and Alex's face <laughs> when you asked. You were like, no, don't fucking, this is a guest. I love Jacques. Oh, Jacques is a method podcast. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get I get half a mid strength beer into me. I start just yabbing, yeah, yabbing yeah, along. You know, valuable content, mate. Let's do it. <laughs> so we have got well, Jacques on the podcast today to talk about growing up in Chinchilla, Queensland. Queensland, 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 Queensland. A lot of there's a lot of ways to pronounce it, but I choose Queensland. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's almost like a French. It's like how my girlfriend says croissant. Queensland. Queensland. So chinchilla. Man. Tiny town Tiny by the town. looks of it. Yeah, it's a little it's yuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well that'll do it. Any plugs? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but where are we talking? A couple of hours west of Brizzy? About three right? and a half hours uh, inland. Mm -hmm. um, you, you drive, it's about three and a half to get there, uh, about two and a half driving away. <laughs> you, got, you tend yeah, to tack yeah. on about 30 extra k's an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like going to and from Perth. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. For some reason, it's like a five-hour yeah. flight from Sydney to Perth there, and then on the way back, it's like four hours. Mm. And I try to convince someone that it's because the earth is spinning the, uh, uh, like underneath you the opposite <laughs> way when you come back, mm. so you actually tack on an hour. Mm. And they're like, oh, really? 100%. It is, yeah, yeah it's, it's out there. It's a dry heat. Mm. Um, there's no other real uh, landmarks out there. Uh, you got a couple of towns. It doesn't have anything major in it. No KFC, no nothing. You'd have oh to travel for the proper. <laughs> got to go to the big smoke for, for KFC. a proper taste of the city. You'd have to go to one of the uh, one of the country hubs. Um, mm. You have to go to uh, a, a Dolby. Um, I lived there until I was five. Um, my memories of it, the trauma is still inbuilt, but there's no clear <laughs> to find memories really. After I was five, I moved to Coralbin Valley, which is in Queensland as well, but it's actually not quite as red hot a, a bed of uh, a trauma and material as Chinchilla is mm. because Coralbin Valley is actually a professional 18-hole golf course and polo horse stud. <laughs> so you don't really quite get the street cred. Yeah, right. You know, okay. white, white boy up on stage talking about, you guys know what it's like growing up, going up around the magic millions and all that fucking horse money. You guys get it. So I always say chinchilla, um, and it is. I've been back there never for gigs. The last time I went back to chinchilla, do you have any... Should I just keep going? Yeah. yeah. The last we time I went back things, to Chinchilla, yeah. momentous occasion. Sorry, just steamrolls right off the top of you there. <laughs> That's okay. Let me get this out so we can talk about some gigs I got coming up. <laughs> 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 um, the last time I went there, 
Um, I've driven through it a couple of times, but the last time I went there was for my, uh, my dad and his brother. Uh, they went to school at Chinchilla. They grew up there proper. Uh, and uh, it was the high school reunion. Mm. Uh, and I was 13. And it was the three of us went back. And they, I didn't go to the reunion. They were like, nah, don't worry about it. So they put me in a hotel. We all stayed in the same hotel. I got room service. Uh, and I watched, it was a Friday night, and I watched uh, Baywatch. <laughs> I got room service. In the, the room, so I still remember it. It was an attempt at deep fried chicken. Yeah. It was an attempt. <laughs> and it was uh, so awful. But then I watched uh, Baywatch. And what, what, um, what's the rating on this podcast? You can do anything. Yeah, you can, can we do anything? Yeah, MA15+. Sure. I... Uh, I'm 13. I masturbated to completion <laughs> for the first time. Which sounds so oh, much worse than jerked off, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it sounds so it's much the worse. First time, it's the first time I ever, wow. uh, yeah, I stopped the landing. Oh, <laughs> it's the first wow. time I ever Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah, watching Baywatch. Wow. Um, because yeah. I don't, I, it's David Hasselhoff? Thank you. Now, this was. Um, this is 93, so uh, uh, Erica Eleniak. Mm-hmm. Remember the original uh, It Girl pre-Pamela? No. See, Pamela was, was it for me. Pamela brought you online? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was a Yasmin Bleeth guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. She was and very crazy. underrated. Looking <laughs> yeah. back, had it all. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> the least sexy name of all time, by the way. Yasmin Bleeth. Yasmin Bleeth. Yes, Bleeth. Sounds Bleeth. like a but judicial I mean, they were all like, like, Supreme like, Court. Because that was like that age as well of like FHM and Ralph were Bill mm-hmm. booming. So you'd always have like Donna Derico and Pamela Anderson and Yasmin Bleeth on the yeah. cover of those bad boys. Yeah, the, mm. the fucking crushes. Yeah, mm. <laughs> um, that's the last time I was proper in Chinchilla. Damn. And, and so that's overnight. the most special memory of all. <laughs> yeah, well, it all, that's where it all started for Dad, and sort of in a way, all started for me. <laughs> 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 this is. A, a perfect podcast episode. Ten minutes long. <laughs> masturbated to completion. <laughs> Let's get to the plugs, baby. <laughs> oh man! Did your old man say how the reunion went? Uh, yeah, he said it was. A, he said that it was a reunion where they get. Uh, it's um, the year every ten years. Uh, so let me try to word this right. I can't really communicate. It. Okay, so it was his year. Mm-hmm. It was uh, forty years on. And then it's also the 50-year and 60-year reunions. So you had three separate okay, years right. who yep. were 10 years apart. Yep. And he said it was more the, the, the elderly. It was more like, like the, the 60 and 50 and 60-year-olds as opposed to his year that came back. <laughs> it's just him. <laughs> yeah, it's just him. So he's coming back being like, man, I wish I masturbated. <laughs> 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 what, some shitty fried chicken. What, yeah. What'd you do while we're away, Jacques? <laughs> and I'm just this fucking this poker face <laughs> kid stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Did I certainly didn't masturbate to completion. <laughs> A lot of spider webs in here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh fucking hell! So Good you Lord. so you grew up there and you don't really remember much as a five, but your brother and your dad. Like oh, so my dad, my my dad and his brother. Oh, his brother. Sorry. Yeah, right. they so proper proper lived it. Proper lived it. And is he is he still like he? If you talk to your dad, or would he always sort of defend Chinchilla? Was he like a you know I love this place, it was great? Or no, 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 he, no. he knew he knew. He knew. It was, <laughs> yeah, but he he uses it as a, it, it's a kind of a, a badge of honor. Because he mm. knows how shit it was. Mm. Growing up there was important to him. 
Um, even though I did live there until I was five, like my no clear defined memories, but there's a lot of, there's actually one cr- crazy story about me when I was four that mum didn't tell me until I was 19. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a, it's, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe we should build to it. Okay. I, okay. I have a feeling. So with this podcast, you have certain queries, questions, facts. Well, about the town. I, ha- I have a famous resident. Yeah. Uh, very famous. Probably. Well, I think he must be the most famous. George Miller. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's the town pride, is it? Yeah. yeah. I have, I talk about it uh, on stage. Oh, do you? So, yeah. So the famous person to ever grow up in Chinchilla is the, um, the writer, producer and director of all four Mad Max films, George Miller. Mm-hmm. So I always say that and people go, wow. Wow, that's amazing. And then I go, yeah, but also, what do you think the town that he grew up in would be like? Yeah. <laughs> we just You've seen Mad Max. Right? <laughs> How did you envisage this post-apocalyptic wasteland with no women or hope in sight? <laughs> go there. It's like, ah, oh, it's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, I mean, you say, but he literally says that he, uh, some of the, the landscapes driving around the country, seeing all wrecked out cars and stuff really yeah. built it in his, yeah, right. in his yep. mind, right? Mm-hmm. So, and he's a really interesting guy because he grew up there and then he... Um, he went to uni in Sydney to become a doctor and he was like a doctor. And then he entered a short film competition um, and his film was one minute long and he won. Really? Yeah. And it was a minute silent film and, and he won from that. And then he went to, he did some like a course, some workshop, film workshop. Mm. And then he basically scraped the money together and made Mad Max from that. Like just wow. crazy. And uh, he also got, uh, this was a bit interesting. Oh, I thought it was fucking interesting. Might not be, but he got the, the guy who wrote Mad Max is, uh, he just got a, like, George just found a financial journalist from the Australian, the guy who was just like the, the finance journalist, and said, can you write a movie for me? Really? And like, he I, here's the outline, that. and can you do the script? And this guy had never written a movie, never done anything. He was just a journalist. And so he wrote it. And that's why it's all about... Um, and so Superannuation. This, yeah, that's why it's all, it's all about the stock market. <laughs> stock no, market. the guy had just... Market supply of water. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had just cut, been spent... Five years covering the oil, the 1973 oil crisis. Oh, so this guy was like that. He said, when we were writing it together, coming up with the themes, and he's like, I've seen 73 oil crisis, people were lining up for petrol and fighting each other at service stations because they were like, you know, like, you cut in front of me. And so he saw how society would dissolve if people couldn't drive around yes yeah and so he helped write that into the script so that wow. was part of that yeah that Man, crucial i know i know i haven't so seen the original mad maxes since i was a kid but i like obviously they're too young to watch it i'll tell you it's pretty hectic but mm. the, the new some existential threats and dread to it yeah of course but the fuck like the newest one the most recent one Fury mm. Road. so good Unreal. i've watched it yes. like five times i yes. love it i, I love this Hallam. about it yeah i love this because the first one when they made it um and they shipped it to america and the american producer the distributors were like we like we can't understand these aussies mm-hmm. so they fucking dubbed it with american voice actors really <laughs> yes and they called it the Road Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that was the second one, which is... Uh, is that the one that Tina Turner's in? That's three. Beyond like, the yeah, that's Son of Dome. So the first one was, I think it was a bit of an indie hit, but they still dubbed it. And the second one, that Mad Max 2, they called it Road Warrior, I think. Um, but the first one, they literally, it's like li- dubbed, like, the uh, uh, what's his name? The, the second actor, the second guy in it. Anyway, there's he's just like... Go get him, man. Like, he's got this American accent. <laughs> so yeah. It's so dumb. And they all change the terminology uh, in it. Uh, like, oi becomes hey. 
so that everyone's saying oi windscreen becomes windshield in all this thing and then oh, I love this one very toey <laughs> becomes super hot somehow <laughs> but they don't even know what toey means so Americans, like, I'm really toey oh I'm super hot and uh, the, my favourite thing that I was reading about this was uh, the Fury Road um, one that you just mentioned Drew the later one they still he's got all these they don't dub any of them obviously but it's still written in a very, with a lot of Australian vernacular and uh, there's a lot of um uh, there was a lot of confusion when, uh, when uh, what's her name, the main Furiosa, mm, um, yeah. Charlie Theron's character, looks up and sees that there's come on, and she goes, fang it. Like, let's fang it, right? Yeah. Is that a uniquely Australian term? That's a uniquely yeah. Australian term, and there's all, these, um, there's all these Reddit threads of people going, why does she say faggot? Right? <laughs> and so everyone's like, no, it means faggot. I love this like, movie. The left wing politics was so yeah, yeah, yeah. She it's just very says a slur. And there's, and there's an, like a, five minutes after she says faggot, uh, the other, one of these other guys in one of the big, the early chase, and he was just going, fang it, fang it. So everyone just thinks that they're just <laughs> shouting at each other. But, uh, and just to, just to, like I guess close a loop on it. I didn't. So fangit is an Australian term, mm. and uh, apparently it's ca- come from uh, an Aussie. Uh, you know, basically it's came from the uh, an Argentinian racing car driver whose name was Juan Ma- Juan Manuel Fangio. <laughs> so some Aussies <laughs> so like, like fangit. Yeah, Fangio, fangit, Fangio. <laughs> some Aussie guy watching an Argentinian oh race man, car driver. Fucking rule. I know, and, that, and some Australian like a you know etymology university were like, yes, this is the they've done the re- this is the earliest term. Is it is this guy Fangio? That's the best possible explanation. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I thought it was just because when you're going fast, you know your your lips, your mouth start yeah, to move yeah. back, you start to show your fangs oh. like yeah. a dog going real fast. Yeah. There you go. It also shed some light. I mean, I didn't have no idea uh, growing up in Queensland with a name like Shark. So many people, I thought they were calling me a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> but they're actually just saying, yeah, they, were saying they, they just wanted yeah. you to go really yeah. far yeah, <laughs> on my rollerblades. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to bring up, and I guess you know, you left at five, so you may not have memories of this, but um, Chinchilla's famous now for they have a watermelon festival every year the, yeah. the, the chinchilla melon festival and we just had capper on we talked about you know australia's big things mm-hmm. and they've recently um got a big watermelon so like a huge watermelon side of the road that's their like you know big, that's big their pineapple thing. Big, mm. guitar, that's their thing it's pull out all stops to get people to slow down <laughs> and <laughs> buy a fucking pie yeah <laughs> but the fair i mean the festival looks i saw some photos and stuff it looks pretty big pretty popular yeah. like people oh, come yeah people absolutely yeah it gets everyone yeah it's it's just like a by I, not that i've ever gone i mean my agent i've been asking Please get me back for the watermelon fest. <laughs> Let and me MC the main. Fang it. <laughs> yeah, we've just said. They, she said no, but then send fang it. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I is it every second year though? Yeah, it's not uh, every. It's one, every not once year. a year. It's every second right. year, and they do have. I see people tag me, and they also people say, "Yeah, we're in Winter Chill for the melon festival," and some of the watermelons that they have there. They grow them and they're so fucking big. 
Mm. Like they're naturally like I don't I I wouldn't be surprised if they straight up just grew a big watermelon <laughs> and <laughs> that's what's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they got all these like events. Obviously, you know they probably have entertainment. They have stuff for the kids, whatever. But one Tell of the events, they booked Gallagher at some point. He'd be like <laughs> fucking a festival for me. <laughs> um, one of the events which I fucking loved and would love to do is called the Ski. Yeah, and this came from I an article. This. So it, was, uh, it says Brisbane resident Yi Chang traveled to see the festival and took part in the ski. The event involved a hole being cut through the bottom of two melons for the skier's feet that were then dragged <laughs> by a cable across a melon-covered tarp. Yeah. So you're just like, <laughs> like holding onto something, getting whipped around on these like rollerblades, essentially, the yeah. watermelon version. <laughs> That's so fucking dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just don't have the regulations out there. <laughs> yeah. I saw, yeah, it was great. And I saw something, I don't know if you've got it, but it was like they... Uh, it's like 500 tons of watermelons and like a third of them are eaten and the rest are used in like watermelon skiing and throw like, you know, whack it with a hammer and stuff. Yeah, and it's right. such a weird like, yeah. waste. It's like, it's like, yeah, and Native Native American tribes, you were to absolutely every part of the buffalo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that for watermelon. <laughs> it's like an interstellar when they're like, I'm fucking sick of eating corn, can't. Everything's, everything's made out of corn. <laughs> I don't know if it, you mentioned that it had the big watermelon I found like an article that really kind of like cracked me up because it was, um, I don't know if you know this, but the big watermelon was built as part of like a competition called the next big thing. It was sponsored by the travel what website, What If. Mm. So they were like, Australia loves its big things. We're going to find the next big thing in Australia. Submit your ideas and entries and whoever wins will win. And it's uh, the big watermelon uh, won out. But this article is kind of like from the perspective of the loser. And it says, like, a campaign to build a big peanut in Queensland has humbly accepted its loss to a big melon <laughs> in a competition to find Australia's next big thing. The Queensland town of Kingaroy offered its congratulations to the nearby town of Chinchilla, known as the melon capital of Australia, after it became the proud owner of the four-ton, nine-metre-long watermelon. Australia's big things, oversized renderings of sheep, cows, fruit, vegetables, and other objects, are a staple of regional tourism. And this year, four towns vied to win a competition to build a new big thing, organised by booking company What If. Christy Board from the Kingaroy Needs a Big Peanut group. <laughs> I'm on board with the yeah, last syllable. Hotmail.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told Guardian Australia they were disappointed to lose, but were glad the big melon had won. If we were to come second to anyone, we were hoping it would be the big melon. <laughs> They, they are, are so they are our neighbours. The they bed. are in Queensland. <laughs> They're our rural sisters, basically. And despite the narrow loss, she said Kingroy's Peanut Collective <laughs> would press ahead and build the giant nut anyway. We had this planned out, <laughs> and we've been running this campaign for some time now. While we missed out, it doesn't mean the big peanut won't go ahead. <laughs> The towns, which are 150 kilometres apart, have a long history with their respective produce. In Chinchilla, the big melon was unveiled on Wednesday morning before an enthusiastic crowd. The fibreglass structure was built in Sydney over five weeks and delivered to Queensland on Tuesday. The mayor of Western Downs Regional Council, Paul McVeigh, basked in his town's <laughs> win and said it would bring tourists to Chinchilla, which has a population of 6,600 people. We nearly blocked the streets at the main highway in Chinchilla with the crowd that showed up, he told Guardian Australia. The council plans to make the Big Melon the centrepiece of their biannual Watermelon Festival, which has run for 25 years. 
25 years ago, when the first watermelons were growing in Chinchilla, the town was supplying 25% of the Australian crop of watermelons, McVeigh said. While the industry has declined a little bit, the Watermelon Festival has grown and is now an international event. (laughs) (laughs) International event. Yeah. Yeah. There's one Chinese tourist. (laughs) We're going global here. (laughs) So the mayor then extended his condolences to Kingaroy and the other finalists. A big kilt in Glen Innes and a big tulip in Mittagong. I've spoken to the mayor of South Burnett. They were chasing the big peanut. We were very happy to win and will improve tourism in our region. But the tourism industry is a big industry and I'm sure people will be travelling through our neighbouring shires to visit the big melon. So we'll be sharing these opportunities together. Uh, the Kersey Board, the person for Big Peanut, uh, she agreed, saying she was thrilled for Chinchilla and promised the Big Peanut would soon this rise to match it. conspiracy by Big Peanut. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said, for 50 years, people have tried to get a Big Peanut without any success. It's ridiculous. It's taken 50 years. We are the peanut capital of Australia and we don't have a Big Peanut. <laughs> so the no one is stopping the town. There's not like no you need permission. Everyone <laughs> here in these people furious, like people. Paper mache is some yeah. mystery. You need some license from the government. Yeah. They issue every four years. I mean, the quotes are the so Olymp- good. Hosting the Olympics. The design is not laying on its side, not standing directly up and down. The concept we have got drawn up at the moment, it's on an angle. <laughs> We've got a few other creative ideas as well. I'm not sure how much I want to give away just yet. Board said the completed peanut would be a monument <laughs> to King Roy's past. We've got a rich history of peanut farming in South Burnett. Our beautiful red soils grow peanuts better than anyone. A lot of people made the comment that peanuts are our history and not where we as a region are moving forward. But it is a history that needs to be remembered. It's a salute to peanut farmers of days gone by. Fuck, that article is so long. Can <laughs> yeah. you imagine how many tractor ads there'd be in that folder? <laughs> oh, I cut out sheet. about five paragraphs. <laughs> of like dry peanut and watermelon oh, facts. It starts, the whole, it starts coursing into the obituaries. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they were happy to lose to a melon, but if they came second to the big tulip, that would have been like big outrageous. Big kilt to me seems like the worst. Yeah, because like, like, like man, if you're an Australian town celebrating all your things, being like, yeah, we got this Scottish thing. And do you have like, is it a big kilt? Is it hanging on a clothesline? You, you gotta have legs and a torso to have a yeah. kilt hanging. And off, I bet right? they're not even growing the kilts there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kilt farmers. Yeah, the, the kilt farmers are directly from Scotland. But yeah, that's a do you, big uh, watermelon. Have you been to? Was, was it Kingaroy, the peanut place? Yeah, yeah Kingaroy. My. Uh, yeah, I've done gigs there. Okay. The Sydney Comedy Festival showcase has gone through there a couple of times. Has yeah. the peanut been there yet? No. <laughs> we, we were the peanut. This <laughs> <laughs> big peanut. How, uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever gigged in Queensland at all anywhere, but like regional Queensland, how are those gigs? Like, Is it just mm. rough as guts? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I've got a whole bit about it. Um, it really goes well because I get, I've, I've committed to it, but... If you'll bear with me, I'm going to do some rope in the middle of a podcast. Please. <laughs> but the crux of it is doing – I lived in Queensland. I lived with Dad uh, in Umundi uh, for a lot of lockdown, and I lived in a caravan next to his house. And so I was plugged in in the caravan, and then a lot of the cities like Brisbane and the Gold Coast kind of shut down uh, for a lot of it. So I had to go rural and regional, and I had to get out there where the fucking – Rubber meets the road, mate. <laughs> and there's the thing is Woolworths owns about 30 or 40 taverns in Queensland. Mm, yeah. and they all have uh, too many pokies. So they're one of those big, big taverns that need entertainment by law. 
to balance out mm. to distract you from the fucking neon. And I always say like they they tried trivia last month, but some cunt got stabbed over a rugby league question. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, let's try comedy. Yeah, send in the clouds. <laughs> and you've got to entertain 12 alcoholic rattlesnakes <laughs> scattered around the bar and it's free. And you guys would know for sure free gigs are the worst oh, because yeah. people are suspicious yeah. straight away. It's like, yeah. they're free, mate. What's fucking wrong with it? Like, to be honest, usually the audience. <laughs> and this is the worst thing. When you do the gig, you just start to win the crowd over. And then you've got you've been slugging them with every decent punchline you got. You just start to get they're all facing you, which mm. is success. <laughs> and then old mate comes out of the pokies, some fucking fossil, some eighty year old it's like Ed Harris is in the control room. And he's mm. looking down, he goes, Activate pub local. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing too well, you know, we got to throw him off. And then uh, he goes up to the bar and orders a beer and it is the loudest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> I'm sure you've had that happen to you somewhere, yeah. anywhere. Anywhere, even oh, like yeah. outer rim gigs. You don't even have to go bush country. There's always some fucking territorial cunt goes up to the bar. Hey, Lucy, <laughs> how are you, darling? Just... Goes at her, talks to her, at her for at least 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. How's TAFE? <laughs> through it? And she's just trying to explain that there's comedy on. And he's, what? And he turns around. <laughs> and if you're not funny within three seconds, mm. it's always, well, he's no Carl Barron. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it's that. And then the other side of it is when you do gigs in a cocktail, a cocktail bar, yeah. and then there's someone oh, at the bar. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous cocktail. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one where the fucking blowtorch comes yeah. out as well. <laughs> <laughs> the specific bar I know. Papagetti's in Sydney. Uh, yeah. like, at least they, yeah. sometimes they had the good sense, like when it was busy, you'd be like having a cigarette outside, and then you'd see like a bartender like fill up a tiki glass and then run outside and start shaking it <laughs> in the Dory smoking area because That's they're like, someone's going to make fun of me. <laughs> That's a very uh, rare occasion when a bartender will go outside to fucking because they're all about their attention, especially yeah. if it's a cocktail yeah. bar. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Their set. Exactly. I remember, like, sometimes, like, you know, like, yeah, when you've got a small audience at those kind of like regional, not regional, but like out of the city gigs, but it can be made worse. I remember, like, one time we were in a carrying bar, mm. like some Mark David gig, and there was like five people there in this ginormous, like, 70 person room, and it was fucking, um, like, this. There were five people there, an English guy on a date, uh, mm. two like younger women, and then just this old mate sitting there. Fucking and, your uh, mate. <laughs> and uh, Rash Ryder was the MC. <laughs> and, uh, Actually, honestly, that's a pretty good fit. Like yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. could make that work. And like, he, and like Rash Ryder was like ready to do it and he was on it and stuff. And But like apparently last week there had been a bit of a blue with the venue and crowd work. And some guy had written to the bar like a personal letter being like, hey, these comedians fucking crowd worked me. It made me uncomfortable. I don't like it. And it sent it to the owner personally who was who like had come back and been like, well, don't fucking do this again. Like, otherwise we can't put the comedy on. And that guy who complained showed up that night. He was one of the five people in the Fuck. audience. I have no idea why he came back. And I just remember the woman who was running it in place of Mark was just like going over to everyone being like, that's the guy over there. Just whatever you do, don't crowd work him because he complained last week and he knows the owner personally. He sent him a letter and <laughs> We don't want to get this shut down. And everyone's like, yep, yep, yep. She goes to Rash, tells him, and then he's like, yeah, right. She goes, <laughs> and she goes, Rash, please don't do this <laughs> for the love of yeah. God. 
And then Rash gets on stage. There's five people. He does one joke. It gets the amount of laughs that five people would give at a mm-hmm. gig that's just started and it's called. And what does Rash do? Immediately starts grabbing <laughs> that guy. And you see this woman tearing her hair out and sound being like, Rash, no! <laughs> and then, oh, and it was like, so dude, funny. But let like, the gig die. And, yeah. then like, but those are like, and the guy was fine. Like for someone like who they'd said like he made a big deal. He like did the crowd. He was just like, this is my name, this is my job, whatever. And then the five people are having a relatively good time, you know, laugh light in this big cavern, but not one that you'd call like a bad gig for the ages. Mm-hmm. But then halfway through like someone's set in the pokies area was like an entire rugby league team of like, under, like under 21s. Fuck. One of them gets a sniff of it and it's like, Oi, boys, there's comedy on out here. <laughs> they all sit down and fucking everyone died except for oh. one act who like spent the whole time being like, I wouldn't fuck you. And, like, <laughs> and they love that. They're like, she wouldn't. <laughs> like, but that was one where it's like, can oh, I, man, more people ruined Can this. I take a stab as to who it was? Uh, you can, yeah. Julia Wilson. <laughs> Zing. But her saying I won't fuck you is saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just so we're clear, everyone listening, Julia is a self-confessed absolute root rat. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute froth. She loves it. I remember doing a gig, uh, a Mark David gig with, I think, Jacques, you were MC. You and I were both on at the Kirribilli Hotel that time. Just speaking of like crowd work, people upsetting people with crowd work. Because afterwards, we were, you and I were walking back to the train station, and one of the blokes was in the crowd. Ah, it was a, like it was a decent too. enough gig. Yeah, it went fine. I remember. And he, um, this bloke was blind, and he goes, and he came up to me now and goes, "You guys, yeah, tonight that was you were funny. You guys were funny last week. Oh, I fucking hated the MC. And, and you and me are trying to figure it out for ages. And he's just describing him. He's like, he's got, he, he's like, he's been such a cunt. He's been <laughs> such a cunt. And we were like, what did he look like? And he said, he's he. Had, he he had red hair and I straight up was like, was it Rathy? Like maybe? Mm, mm. And then it took his age and then later I figured out it was fucking um, Eric Hutton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just must have ripped into this yeah, fucking yeah, He was just like, you piece of shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. he just, just called him for what he was yeah, and this guy yeah. came back and was furious he hated it. Yeah. Week. Just oh. Eric Hutton, is not, he's not necessarily mean but like if he's not enjoying it, he could really just just his honesty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this exactly guy probably right. didn't enjoy that guy kind of from told. a redhead. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I lo- I love those gigs. Do you, do you when you do those regional gigs? Do you get people come up to you after try and you know like being like I've always thought about giving it a go. Do you get all those Dude, guys bread basket? Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> is relentless. So they, it's a conveyor belt of like here's one for you, or I've always thought yeah. I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's one for you. <laughs> You'll love this one. Will I? <laughs> You'll love this Will one. Will I? <laughs> I remember that. I, th- I don't know if I told him this before, but I did a gig uh, in Wollongong and uh, Heggy was headlining and uh, McGowan was emceeing and I did a spot. And then after we'd done a spot watching Heggy and this guy, drunk guy, stumbled up to us. And uh, he was also not heckling Heggy. He was like yelling out, Heckling, but he was like adding tags. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was like throwing tags and this, this, this. helping. Which is like, yeah, Heggy needs help, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like the funniest guy ever, you know. And then this guy stumbles up. He's like, I've always thought about it. I've always thought about it. And he's like, and we were just like, oh, this guy's such a punish. And we were just looking at the ground, and like, oh no. And he's like, I got a joke though. <laughs> and he goes, oh, here's the joke. And he goes, we were so poor when we were kids. 
We had to jerk off the dog to feed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> we died. Like, that's actually <laughs> that's <not bad. laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, it's so that's, good. It's the brevity of yeah, it. It's so gross. And also, no racism, no homophobia. Yeah. 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 Pretty gross. Like, <laughs> I was expecting something far worse. Uh, yeah, he hinted at some other crook stuff later. We were like, "What else you got?" And then we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. "I should have left on that." Point if he was like, hey, "Do you want to hear another one?" I'd be like, "No, nah, yeah, man, yeah, I'm so good. You got me." Um, I got a couple. Of reviews, you said earlier that Chinchilla, when you were there at least, didn't have a KFC, but evidently they've got one since. Mm. Um, I got a couple of one star reviews from the Chinchilla KFC, a lot of lot of one star reviews. Not <laughs> really, this is apparently not a good um, uh, sort of beacon of the KFC brand. Um, so one star from Glenn, my visit to the store today. 9.45 a.m., 7th of the 3rd, 22, was was actually hilarious. Stood, stood at the counter for an eternity before finally a lady emerged from somewhere, took my order for one large chips. I paid her $5, and then she disappeared again and never came back. <laughs> That's great. So she just robbed this guy at the KFC. Uh, and then, but this... It, 9.45 a.m. Yeah, he's getting a large kiss for breakfast. He's gone in. Someone didn't leave the door locked. Yeah, the, yeah, cleaner, yeah, the cleaner's yeah, yeah. there. The cleaner yeah. just She's put a hat on. on a <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick five bucks yeah. here. Oh, she got a tip. Free cash. She got a tip and fucked off. Uh, and then this one made me laugh because, uh, so one star, terrible attitude from the girl today, dark hair tied back, early 30s, plain looking lady, was Jesus. very rude, uh, will not be coming back because of her. Out of over 350 plus reviews, it's no wonder they have three stars. Standard oh, reviews, they're all ugly. Uh, but yeah, that was personal from, attack. That was from the username My Moist Cunt. <laughs> no, are you, are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, else, did you check what else they'd reviewed? No, yeah. I should have. <laughs> Is that like, like spelt not, not, uh, not put CNT a, or something? How did Google allow that? He put an extra U in cunt and, and My Moist <laughs> is one word. So it's My Moist Coot. Just <laughs> <laughs> get around the Google like algorithm. That. Oh, that's so It'd be funny. great if he only exclusively reviewed KFC. <laughs> Well. Yeah. yeah, I did. Um, I'll just I quickly uh, found because we we started this pod because um, we love um, you know uh, little town community notice boards, you know, on Facebook mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And the mm. and the Chinchilla Community Forum, as it's called, is great. Um, you know, it's mainly just it's just stu- sometimes it's just stuff like small towns you'd never seen a big town where someone's like, um, I lost me wallet. Has anyone got it? You know, it's yeah. just like it's like yeah. a gr- yeah. it's yeah, like I a group it. thread yeah. for friends or so. It's just like is anyone going to the pub? And people are just <laughs> posting on this thing, which I love that because you go get a real vibe. But then every now and then you'll get a uh, you get a character on these ones uh, who just loves telling a good old fucking joke, and it's Jimmy Richards. And Jimmy just everyone loves Jimmy because he just posts. Great bits, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> they're real great old originals or just jokes. Oh jokes? no, they're they've been around the traps. You can tell. Um, some of them, I think, are um, maybe not originals, but they're they're some fr- fresh ones. He's out added there. a little Jimmy flavor. Uh, yeah, he's obviously finding them somewhere. But uh, I'll, you know, this is a pretty witty one. He's like, hard to believe this is you know just around COVID ish, end of COVID. Hard to believe we started the year with a mouse plague and we ended with a rat shortage. Everybody, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. That was good stuff, Jimmy. That's clean. Oh, that's that's very good. So most of them are pretty clean. Like he would, and he, he posted in text. So you, as you're reading it, you don't know if it's a bit or not. And eventually, and you know who Jimmy is. I think everyone clues in. But then Jimmy says, "I came out of Woolworths this morning. There was a woman crying her eyes out." She lost all her holiday money. I felt so sorry for her, so I gave her 50 bucks. I don't usually do that kind of thing, but I just found two grand of the car park. So. 
I know. It's so good. Some that of them that is actually red hot. All right, happy Friday, people, from Jimmy. Anybody interested in a free ride in a helicopter flight for four people? I'm still looking for two more people to join us. We leave early Saturday, October 24th morning. We fly to Hamilton Island and by breakfast, and then we're on a yacht for lunch. We'll uh, do a flight along the coast. Stop in the Long Pavilion for a nice dinner and then fly back home. If interested, please PM me. Preferably someone with a helicopter and a yacht. Otherwise, we can't go. <laughs> and it's just he couches. Like he couches like just a, a joke inside a normal post. Everyone's yes. like, "Well, it's a bit longer." Jimmy might not be a joke here. Yeah, and then he gets the end. and then whoosh. it's so great. There's a, I mean, I won't go through all of them, but they're they're, they're just great. And I just love that sort of you know I mean, the, yeah. sense of humour. You know, that I found two grand in the club. <laughs> no, like that. That's that's gonna live with me for a few uh, years. Yeah, it's it's so funny. It, I, with yeah. this, is this not arguably one of the greatest places to road test new material? Maybe. What if we all just went out there <laughs> and we found a town and then we joined the community page yeah. as a, under a pseudonym or not even? Go mm. in honest just as yeah. yourself yeah. Run bits. and start running, running bits. new to town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, new and to town. start running. <laughs> all the bits. Here, I got another one. It's, um... I saw an old dude with a... This is more of a joke than a community, but it still cracked me up. I saw an old dude with a fishing rod outside the um, local bar fishing in a puddle the other day. He looked so cold. I said to him, come inside for a drink and get warm. So we sipped our double whiskeys. I thought I'd humour him. And I said, how many have you caught today? And he rose. He goes, uh, you're the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. I love it. I love it. So that, anyway, I got... But uh, you've you got the story, Jacques. Should we, yeah, should we get into that? Yeah. Let's... Um, right. Now, mum didn't tell me this until I was 19. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. she wanted to wait and maybe see if there were any long-term side effects <laughs> before confirming this. Mm. Um, but when I was four, I ate an entire pot cookie <laughs> that mum and dad had stashed in the, uh, in the freezer. They were living in Chinchilla. But mum and dad, well, mum was, mum grew up in Brisbane. And they'd met in Brisbane. Mum and dad had been traveling all around. And then dad got a posting uh, in Chinchilla uh, selling real estate. So it, it, mum and dad were both a real estate team. Mm. And so they were stationed in Chinchilla. That's why dad went back. And that's why he was going to the he was going to the the, uh, the reunion as well, just yep. to try and pick up some leads. It's just like Gary Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. It's got that grind set. Yeah, yeah. You've got to give me the chinchilla leads. Only closers get watermelon. Watermelon. Damn it, Alex. Sorry, I was trying to think of the fucking I was right there. I was about to jump in. Let Jamie finish with his joke. We're going for that. But they uh, had friends for Christmas send them um, a care package of four pot cookies. And uh, mum had one. She had half of one. Um, and she said it fucking, it, it, it lit her right up <laughs> to the point where, where she, a dad had to take her to KFC in Dolby because uh, she was so high. She's like, I need KFC and you're driving me. And it was actually one of my first, my earliest memories was actually waking up in the back seat of the car as we pulled back into the driveway and the car smelt like KFC. I remember going, fuck, what? Yes. I looked down and I, there was a, a, a KFC chip box on the floor and I opened it up and I uh, and there's no chips, just a half-eaten apple core. And then that's oh, it. No. And I remember like just that my first memory was me being angry. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was that night and mum 
said that she's just she would we we might want them later, but they're too strong. They hid them in the back of the freezer, but they didn't know I was doing snacking raids. I was always a fat kid, but I was waking up really early and I'd go into the pantry and I'd just go on little whatever. And I found, obviously found the pot cookies because mum and dad didn't realise I was, you know, half beagle, half truffle pig. (laughs) (laughs) And they had a house inspection that morning, so they'd put me in the car, dropped me off at the babysitter's like 7.30 or 8 a.m., really early, dropped me off at the babysitter and then they went to the house inspection uh, and as soon as they got to the house inspection, the phone rang and the babysitter was like, something's wrong with Jacques. He's really not acting himself. His kind of eyes are sort of strangely rolling back in his head. He's a really pale colour and he's just, I don't know, something. And mum, from that description, just went, Oh no! <laughs> Immediately knew what was happening because that, that's what she was doing. Yeah, it's not when watching Cheech and Chong, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so mum, mum drove back straight away. Picked, come to the had the babysitters, picked me up, looked at me, and it's just oh, I fucking I'm like head spinning. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm like Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and they um. Mum put me in the car. Babysitter said, do you want to call the uh, an ambulance? And mum was like, absolutely not. And put me in the car, then took me back to the house inspection um, and then kind of brought me into the house inspection. But at this time, dad's in there and a couple of families are already in the house. They're in the house. And then mum walks in with me in, in kind of in her arms. I'm obviously not well. And she's trying to recreate that. Pulp Fiction scene, yeah, yeah. where she's over Uma Thurman's overdosing. Yeah. They bring her into the living room and they just, <laughs> let's get an EpiPen straight into this cunt's heart. <laughs> um, maybe that'll help sell the house. But as soon as I I walked in the house with um, with Mum's holding me, Dad saw me and just went, "Oh, knew exactly what had happened as well." Mm-hmm. And then Mum goes, "Oh, sorry, wrong house," and then leaves. <laughs> Didn't she want this? The sale comes first. Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining. And then she. <laughs> got me into the car and she said she drove up the road to a payphone and called the poison hotline. She didn't want to go home and call from their actual landline. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. fucking docs are going to come around. <laughs> yeah, am I right? Yeah. yeah, mother of the year over here trying to, <laughs> yeah. in case the feds are tracing the call. But um, she said that she called the poison hotline and they said no one's ever died from consumption of marijuana. Um, and mum was like, I, 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 I think he might be. <laughs> he might be patient zero. And in the story I tell about this on stage, I say he's head spinning. He keeps on talking, saying that Matthew McConaughey can act now. <laughs> 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 anyway, so they mum took me home, according to their instructions, wrap him in a blanket, give him some food and liquids. He'll come around, put oh, on yeah. some mindless TV. If he falls asleep, you, it's fine. So mum took me home, did exactly that. And they t- uh, she turned on Star Wars. So they recorded Star Wars off the TV maybe the weekend before. Um, and I'd never seen Star Wars before. So mum said she went over. She put Star Wars in, press play. She said, I didn't blink for 90 straight minutes. <laughs> she said, I was, I've no, you were licking your eyeballs like a lizard. <laughs> it was phenomenal. And then it finished. And then you kind of drifted off to sleep. And then you kind of woke up and went... Does KFC even sell apples? <laughs> I was back to sleep. She said I watched Star Wars three times until Dad finally came home, and she said that Dad came home, uh, and he brought he it, on the way home because it was this like house inspection was a way out. He brought home some KFC. Oh. Because dad was like, well, he's going to die. So yeah. let's give him the death row Mom's prison. Mum's <laughs> getting done by dogs. Dad's getting dad of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he came in and apparently like, just I walked in dad at the KFC and I just fucking lit up. Just mm. lit up. 
Damn. And a pattern of behavior, not only a love of KFC and a love of Star Wars, all born from this one pot cookie that <sighs> mum had half of one and I had an entire one to myself. Fuck, dude. Yeah. And then that's why mum waited until I was 19 or 20 to tell me, you know, we just waited <laughs> to, to make sure there was no actual <laughs> ill effects. The only true sign was the fact that you did an arts degree. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, rem- you remember anything of that? Occasion, or you have no memory of it? No memory whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, whatsoever. What you just bored you over one day at night? Was there a re- was it your yeah. birthday or something? Was it just like no? I got caught smoking weed in a party in uh, Brisbane, and we got arrested. Me and three of my mates, we got arrested, uh, and because I was sixteen, not seventeen, I was a minor, so I wasn't charged. And she said, uh, she, I was like, why aren't you mad? She was like, well, look. <laughs> <laughs> That's I can't, your I'm story. no hypocrite. Yeah, yeah that would be fucking fucked if she but chewed on you out. That yeah. night we got busted smoking pot. This is not chinchilla based, but please forgive. It's one of the fucking funniest things that's ever happened to one of my mates. We got arrested at this party. Um, there were four of us smoking weed in the kitchen. We were sharing a bong. Party's going, everyone's drinking. We're the only ones smoking weed. And then someone put their head through the window and goes, smoking marijuana in the kitchen, are we, boys? And we were like, yeah. <laughs> and we're, no, it's a cop. Like, oh. <laughs> and, um, so two cops have called for a noise complaint at the party and they're doing a little bit of a walkthrough and they find us smoking weed and they just come in saying, oh, it's not good, boys. Not good at all. So there's four of us. And the cop says, we've only got room for three of you in the back. And so he goes, did any of you drive here? And my mate John goes, really, shit, like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, mate, well, you can just drive behind. Have you had any alcohol? And he's like, no. It's like, you can drive behind us. Oh. He's fucking stoned. <laughs> We're so high. There's three of us in the back of the cop car. These cops are driving through Carindale back streets, 80Ks an hour minimum. John is behind us just fucking <laughs> desperately, like so pa- – he said I was so paranoid. I wasn't sure if this was a test to see if I'd follow them and thus break the speed limit and then be <laughs> doubly arrested. Yeah. Was it? Or if I, if I lose, am I trying to escape arrest? Yeah. He said it was the most traumatizing thing. He didn't smoke weed for like four or five years after that. Oh, you wouldn't. Did w- it did well. That's, that's so funny. <laughs> that like paranoid mind games of like what that's are such you, a what shitty are you trying thing. to yeah. do. Yeah. To yeah. yeah, it's yeah. crazy because also I would fall exactly for it in that exact way. Yeah. Where I would be behind it, go on the speed limit, being like, "Well, I'm not going to get double arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's like, having never been single yeah. arrested in my life." <laughs> Because, um, like, you can't drive when you're high either, right? Yeah, like, exactly. just not like, 80. Impaired no, driving, you yeah. can't go fast yeah. <laughs> but behind a cop car. Like, I mean, the flip of this, like, you, every other drug, you're trying to outrun the cops. Yeah, you're trying to catch up to <laughs> them. <laughs> what kind of fucking Guantanamo Bay mind <laughs> shit is this when you you have to chase the you cops? Have to, yeah. You have to catch oh. us. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I guess, speaking of the cops, we... Uh, Got to bring up because the whole region, right? It's called the Western Downs part, right? Is it Western Downs? Emphasis on Downs. Downs. <laughs> um, but seemingly in recent years, at least, I don't know if it was like this back, you know, when you were around there, Jacques, but like it seems to have been this bit of a hotbed of like sovereign citizen conspiracy. I'm mm. going to buy some land and I'm going to fuck it and no one can come on it, which obviously culminated last December in those cops getting ambushed and yeah. killed in Weambler. Yeah. But one of the two of the cops that were there were from Chinchilla. They were the Chinchilla station that it's came It's the there. nearest town, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so, right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As much as, you know, I, my heart, it's my spiritual home, mm-hmm. Chinchilla. 
Well, I have to say, yeah, the, the the guy wasn't. It wasn't Chinchilla, the town that was the closest town to it. Right. I'm just saying those outer rim towns around Chinchilla were always a problem. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Chinchilla right. is a nice. Innocent, <laughs> sleepy hollow of a town. It's right there in the name, citizens. Chiller. It's Chiller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. But so yeah, that was. Uh, what are they? So what was so story. the story? I mean, the thing. The story is pretty fucking crazy. So a guy, the dude, that's two brothers and a wife, right? And the wife uh, had previously been in a relationship with the other brother. So like she, she was with this guy. Then she broke up with him, married his brother. All of them were, um, well, two of them, the w- woman and one of the guys were teachers. And then the guy, I think he was teaching somewhere out in like near Dubbo somewhere, Orange, and he quit his job and just went off the radar um, and then popped up in uh, Wyambler, Wyambler, whatever it was, Wyambler. And he... Um, he was like an official, like he was a missing person. So it's like he's... He was like, wasn't he the principal? He was a principal, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then... The, they had planned it like it wasn't they've called it like the police called it Australia's first instance of a like fundamentalist Christian terrorist attack really yeah wow. it, because was he trying to push some fundamentalist w- Christian w- views and all, shit yeah they had fundamentalist Christian like super um, sovereign citizen anti-government Whatever conspiracy you got, they're eating it up. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and were they were pumping out a channel on YouTube they or were, something they were like YouTubers, that. YouTubers, they put a video out before. Um, before it actually happened, there was a video that they f- the cops found on their YouTube channel where they're like huddled over the camera in the dark, and they were like, they're basically saying like, they're gonna come and we're gonna kill them. Like they, they mm. so, it was a tra- so it wasn't like it was an um, ambush. What what you call it, Waco, where it's like leave us alone and or we won't do anything. No, wrong. it was, that was like we bring want, you in here and we're gonna. They were the bait, and they knew they were coming in. Yes. and they were, that's and they sinister. shot them fucking execution style. Took what? their weapons. So the two, the, the there were four. I think four police that approached the property. Immediately, they start shooting. Then they stood over them, like literally bullet in the head. Took the guns, and the other cops are scattered. Then one of them, they saw one of them duck into the bush, and they were like, "We got to get flush him out of there." So they set fire to the whole thing to try and get him out. And they're standing there with their guns. And it was wasn't until six seven hours later that the cops caught up with them and killed them all. Mm. But oh, so they? Oh, I didn't. I thought they got arrested. No, they're all gone. They're all dead. Yeah, yeah. They oh, all they all got clipped. And and then the, like you know, the I think maybe four or five people in total were killed by them. But one of them was just their poor fucking neighbor who just an old bloke fucking sitting on his farm and he sees the fire and he's like, "What the fuck's going on here?" And just like wanders down and be like to see if they're all right. And they fucking just shoot him. Jeez, like, intense. Christ. Mate, wait, maybe they. Maybe they needed the weed cookies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. I was say we maybe should have saved one of those KFC reviews for after. This. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can. Uh, should I do a Jimmy Richards? Jimmy, uh, <laughs> just do a Jimmy Richards joke. <laughs> Happy Friday, people! Just another warning of a scam artist. I decided to do some work around the house, uh, change the curtains. I need a new curtain rod. So I went on Facebook, found some for two hundred bucks. So I'm not going to name names, but I bought them off a bloke. He said he'd deliver them for me. When I got home, the wife was fuming. I went in the backyard. There was a boat and all this fishing gear. The bloke scared me somehow. He got my bank details. He withdrew another 1200 bucks To make the scam worse, he got the license and registered the boat in my name. So I told the wife, I'm so upset I need to get away. So Kevin Meisen, if I ever catch you at Bambara Dam at 6.30 Saturday morning at the fishing competition, I'll be third campsite on the left <laughs> to teach you a lesson. I registered you in the comp. So <laughs> that is pure Jimmy it's right so there. It's so good. Classic Jimmy. Oh, I love Jimmy Richards. Um, should we... 
ask the last couple of questions. Yeah, let's, yeah, wrap let's it. do it, Jacques. If someone says to you, mate, I'm going down to beautiful Chinchilla for the day. I need an itinerary. I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them to do? Oh God, Baywatch. <laughs> we got we got yeah. There's a yeah. There's a worst Western hotel. <laughs> it's a two star town. Um, go go in. Uh, it's it's room seven A. <laughs> That's always a bad sign. Letters. Um, uh, I would definitely go for the watermelon festival. Not that yep. I've ever been, but I see footage from it. It's like it's like a. It's like Tamworth Country Music Festival in mm. that Tamworth itself is a bit of a fucking rough joint. Yep. Except for the Country Music Festival when it's all the good people from the nearing yep. towns come out and pay a visit. Doesn't really attract anyone from Brisbane, I don't think, but I think it gets people out there. And, and I think it, that sounds like a lot of fun. You're right. It looks so, like I did see like some footage, some photos and stuff. It yeah. looks like the funnest. A fun. hoot. A yeah. proper hoot, yeah. Danny. Yeah. It's exactly. a great, you know, it's like a um, sunrise, they'll send a reporter. Yeah. There. You know, yeah. it's got that vibe of like yeah. a guy wearing yeah. a watermelon the helmet. The weatherman. Yeah, yeah, the weatherman. Yeah. Yeah. going skiing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, get, they had watermelon, uh, ski, I saw skiing watermelon bungee where there's four people on a tar. Up with a bungee cord around them with uh, watermelon juice everywhere and they're all trying to like slip and like basically like pull each other out of the ring. Yeah. Just oh, a bunch of stupid, fun. stupid yeah. little games. It's honestly, it's kind of horny. It feels a bit like a the bit Olympics horny. each year, crowbars in a new sport that everyone's like, that's not a fucking sport. Yeah. <laughs> they involve watermelon somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, somehow there's watermelon, so let's do it. We've got to keep the festival. We've got to get two days of this festival going. You know? Yeah, and it's every second year, biannual. Mm. Mm. Which I don't, which I don't mind. Imagine the comedy festivals are biannual. You'd actually have enough time to write a decent fucking hour. <laughs> <on the show. laughs> um, Obviously, you got to go to KFC as well. Oh, if yeah. you want to get fucking oh, yeah. if it's there, I guess yeah. so we got one now. Right, and there's got to be. I love fucking plain brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> have you? So you've never gigged there, right? In no. Have you ever thought about? Would you? Would you? Would you know? I don't know. Pulling on a show down at the town. It, 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 ugh. Is there a It'd break pub? my heart if it bombed. <laughs> yeah. if I bombed. It would true. be too much. Mm. What about, uh, how about this? I'll pitch you. Watermelon Fest comedy tent. <laughs> you. That's not a fucking Gallagher. Yeah. Fucking. Car Legacy. <laughs> Car <Kyle> Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Some you old mate ordering a watermelon. is like, hey, yo, no, man, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's comedy on here. You just know. A watermelon margarita for an old battler. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Every I, festival needs a comedy tent to I ignore. think so too. Yeah, it yeah. could work. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. I'd, yeah, this, but it's always going to be fucked up. You know, no one's going to do it right. You're going to be booked at the Watermelon Fest and you're going to get there and it's, you're going to be outside, audiences 50 metres away on plastic yeah. chairs. The sound yeah. doesn't work. And Classic country town. Yeah. Classic country town. And you're going to look at the seats. There's going to be 50 seats. Two of them are filled. And then you look to your left and it's five guys with bungee cords on. There's 100 should have done the bungee cord. <laughs> <laughs> just do comedy two up next time. <laughs> 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 oh, and uh, last question, Jacques. Probably already know the answer to this. But with all the success and all the money in the world, would you consider settling down in Chinchilla? <laughs> Look, I'll follow George Miller's lead. Um, he has not been back, <laughs> arguably ever. He doesn't go to the high school reunions, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> if George moves back, I will 
at least come back for a year. Okay. But he has to move back. You hear that, George? You hear that, George? It has to be a Mad Max theme park. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be too hard to build out there, to be honest. <laughs> if you come in, there's a guy handcuffed to a Commodore sawing his own arm off, and that's the fucking mayor. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Jacques, thanks so much for coming on, man. Do you have anything you want to plug? Any shows coming up? Um, no, just follow me on the socials so you can see when I come to a town near you. Probably this only goes to Sydney people, doesn't it? See no, people, people oh, around, yeah, people around. Queensland, one around. bloke in Virginia, United States. Yeah, really? really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, lone listener. Yeah. Always yeah. dubious. He messages um, us every week. Really? Yeah, yeah. With reviews. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, calls me a plain brunette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at uh, my ats for the socials are at JB Championi. Yeah. Um, or you just type in Jacques Comedian. Uh, I'm the only one that you're pops the only up. Jacques. And you're in Australia you're anyway. One of Australia's. Um, most seasoned road dogs as Premier well. Premier road dog you is are on the, the title road. I'm going for. Mm. <laughs> I am the road warrior. <laughs> um, Keeping true to the chinchilla roots all the way. Exactly. Mad jocks. Yeah. Well, chinchilla is uh, yeah. Chinchilla is landlocked, obviously. Uh, but I do a lot of my uh, a lot of my work, but my best work out at, out at sea, in the Maritimes, on the cruise ships, international waters, international <laughs> waters. Yeah, yeah. There's a, whole, a lot of stuff becomes legal out there. <laughs> you say anything out here. I'm just saying you have many an opportunity to see me, but you won't, will you? You just won't. No, they will. <laughs> they will. They absolutely First will. Time we've had get around a, you. I guess call out the audience. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. You won't uh, fucking see me. Prove me wrong. Psychology. Reverse psychology. Of if you see Jacques at the show. If you see Jacques at the show, save from community. Exactly. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sent me. Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> Oh, then Jack will so message much. me and be like, "Yeah, I saw Drew wearing a wig, saying hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's real plain. weird thing to do." Yeah. So I went on it once. You don't need to prove you have an audience by faking it. Uh, as always, guys, uh, please like and subscribe, and give us a five star review on Spotify and Apple Music. We put this video on YouTube every Tuesday. Please subscribe to that channel. Hit us up on social media. We love hearing from you. And click the link in our Instagram bio to get our merchandise. It's winter. Slap on a community notice board hoodie, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love that. Jacques, so good to have <laughs> you on so the podcast. Thanks, man. I had, a, I, had a, I had a great time. This is a very nice podcast. Uh, this is, I, I must say, knowing you guys previously does certainly help. A lot of podcasts I, I, I go on to will be like a, just an open micer I've just met in that city. Who hey, Come on board. But it's actually good to be on with some, you know, Sydney and Canberra's best. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's just an honor to be on with you. Absolutely, <laughs> mate. Thanks so much. And we'll see everybody Thanks next everyone. week. See you later. Yeah. Goodbye. See Bye. Bye.